From WXXI and the Little Theater, this is Movies in a Microphone. I'm your host, Scott Pukas, and we get to talk about one of my favorite series today, Saturday Night Rewind. It's a monthly 35mm series presented by The Little and Fright Rags. Um, Except for in October, it's not monthly. It's every Saturday. The lineup is fantastic. Uh, We'll get into that in a sec. First, I'd like to welcome my guest, Ben Scrivens of Fright Rags. Good to have you back on here, Ben. Thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure. So I mentioned this lineup is really stellar. We started off uh, October 1st with the Warriors. Uh, you want to talk a little bit about that before we get into the upcoming schedule? Like, how did that go? You know, and, and also there was something very special about that screening. Yeah, so it went great. It was a great night. Um, yeah, so when we were planning out our October schedule months ago, we really wanted to do something special. Obviously, you mentioned that we're doing a film every weekend, so that's cool. Um, but we really wanted to kick it off with something cool and great and, and, and just different. So we had this idea of maybe bringing up a special guest. And around that time, I had been talking to Joe Bob Briggs, who, um, if, if you don't know who he is, he's, he hosted a show called Monster Vision. He had a show for about 10 years called Joe Bob's Drive-In that was on the movie channel. That was from 85 to 95, 94, 96, around that time, whatever, about 10 years. And then after that got canceled, TNT picked him up, and he was on Monster Vision he basically is a horror host mm-hmm. and he would host movies every Friday or Saturday night. They'd always changed. Um, and that was from like 96 to 2000 and he's a movie critic, that type of thing. So I've always loved monster vision mm-hmm. and we had started talking to him about maybe doing some shirts together. And during those talks, I thought, Whoa, what if we brought him up here to do like a, an intro? Cause the cool thing is he's always, he knows a lot about his movies. Like when he talks about the movies, he, he's mm-hmm. really well researched. Now, do you think that would be a long shot or do you think, hey, I think he's going to be Well, because we'd this. already been talking to him about the shirts I didn't, and, and he, that he lived in New York, I thought this could be a lot more attainable than I think mm-hmm. it could be because it's not like we're flying him out from L.A. or yeah. anything like that. So, uh, But, I mean, whatever. Everyone has their, their thing. If he didn't want to do it or whatever, that's fine. But he was totally open to it. So... The more we thought about it, I'm like, okay, he's going to do this intro, which he, he's done, you know, the Warriors before where he talks about the where it's from, like, you know, it's from a book, but where the book's from, all this stuff. But I thought, you know, it would be really cool to have Monster Vision, the set, <laughs> like, set up there on the stage. And it, it, so basically with Monster Vision, he always, he, you know, Joe Bob Briggs is sort of like his persona of this southern redneck guy. And he always sits on like this lawn chair with like TV table and like this TV on cinder blocks in front of him with a trailer behind him and, you know, total redneck thing. So I'm like, what if we actually recreated that on the stage of Little, the the theater one, the Little? So my brother and I actually, big shout out to my brother, Matt, he totally made this huge trailer like i had this idea but he brought it to life i mean this thing was six foot eight by 12 feet long had a its own door in it i mean we put lights on it it was crazy and then i got all the other stuff that we needed so we basically set up the stage and joe bob briggs came up he introed the film he sat on the stage on the set that we built we showed the warriors and then we did a q a after and the weekend was amazing everyone seemed to have a great time i had the uh, fortune, the great fortune of being able to hang out with him all weekend, you know, picking up from the train station, going out to dinner, uh, all those things, uh, going for drinks and cigars at Havana Mo's, you know. Um, but people really seemed to welcome him and have a good time and love the fact that they could meet him and get autographs, that type of thing. So 
the whole weekend was special. The night was special, and it was a great kickoff to the month. Okay, and I, we were talking a little bit before, and I just I've. It, Saturday Night Rewind at that screening in particular is one where I've never seen such positive feedback like on Twitter like people were loving it um, and we did get a couple of people too who were who were like you know oh, I was busy but I love Joe Bob I would like to see it now we, obviously we can't make any promises but what are the odds any any chance Joe Bob would come back for future screenings well I'll tell you he had a great time uh, this weekend he said invite me back anytime so I won't rule it out Nice. Again, we're not making any promises, right. but no promises. obviously it's something you would love to do, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if the opportunity presents itself. Absolutely. Um, so that was obviously a very good way to kick off this month, but this lineup, like I mentioned before, is so good. Uh, so the next one is this upcoming Saturday, which is October 8th at 9.30. It's Lady in White, um, a very underrated movie. Uh, I saw Jack Garner actually had something in the DNC today about it, just previewing the movie. Um, kind of has a Rochester connection in it. Uh, do you want to talk a little bit about lady in white here yeah so you know there's this local legend about uh the lady in white and uh you know at least for me growing up it was about this woman who i I guess from what i remember as a kid who saw her daughter die and now she killed herself and she jumped off this uh her house on the cliff on the edge of the lake and to me the, the sightings were always down by charlotte beach and that that old uh well, it's the old side of the building that's down there, right around the uh, down by the beach there. Now, I mean, that's what I know of. I'm sure there's a historian around here that could probably delve into the details. Mm-hmm. But I do know that the story of Lady in White is loosely based on that. And of course, it was filmed in nearby Lyons and Clifton Springs and Phelps. So, and, and I think there were like maybe one or two scenes filmed here. I think it was the airport. Um, it's something I actually want to know more about because we did. I have gone to see the locations in Lyons and Phelps, and it's actually really cool to mm-hmm. see like all that stuff still there. And uh, people are there really warm up to the fact when you find out they find out that you're a Lady and White fan. So yeah, it, it's definitely got that Rochester connection. And you know, the writer director Frank Lelogia is from here. Mm-hmm. And speaking of, that's a good segue. Speaking of Frank Lelogia, he will be joining us via Skype after the film, correct? That's correct. He actually lives in Italy now. He's in Rome. And I've been talking to him for the last several years. We had done shirts uh, for Fright Rags for Lady in White. We did our first one about six years ago, and I was in touch with him. And, and I'd actually asked back then, would you ever come up for a, a, you know, a screening or something? And he said, I'll probably never come back to the States again. I, I don't know why, but uh, I think it's because he lives in Italy now. Probably because it's pretty amazing in Italy, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess <laughs> if you're in Italy, you don't need to go anywhere else. Yeah. But... um. But I just, you know, I just didn't think it was going to be a chance. And I, I don't even think Skype was a, a possibility back then. I mean, or it just wasn't on the radar, at least. So, you know, fast forward a few years, and uh, I heard it was coming back out on Blu-ray. I wanted to do another shirt for it, and I got back in touch with him. And, and he's sort of been on Facebook a lot about the movie lately, part, I think partially because the Blu-ray is coming out, so there's been some renewed interest. So, and, and then I found a friend of mine, a customer of ours, sort of a friend of mine, he actually owns a 35 millimeter print of this film, which it to me is crazy because I didn't think, I mean, that's just one of those obscure movies that I don't think got a lot of play. So I don't think there's a lot of prints hanging out around this with this. So he actually agreed to lend it to us to watch. So that's actually a pretty amazing thing. So getting a 35 millimeter print and then, you know, being able to show it in Rochester, which is amazing. I've never seen it in 35. And then Frank saying, yeah, I'll totally, you know, do a Q&A with you. I mean, the guy's got to get up at like 5.30 in the morning for this because it's going to be around, you know, 11 o'clock, mm-hmm. you know, midnight or so. So 
Yeah, it's going to be great. I can't wait to talk to him about the movie. There's a lot of questions that I've never asked him that I'm I'm actually for myself dying to know. <laughs> and you know, like I was saying before, it just with, with the Warriors and with this and and again, these are 35 millimeter, uh like you'd mentioned, uh getting being able to speak with the filmmakers or someone like a Joe Bob Briggs is really incredible. So kudos to you and there's a bunch of other people involved with this too. Unfortunately, we couldn't uh have them on today, but we have Chris Hogan Roy from The Little, Eric Myra, I and the people from Fright Rags. I'm I'm sure there's tons of names I'm missing, so you can give them shout outs if 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 you think of the names eventually. But there's just so much so much going on. And uh for Lady in White or any of the these uh other screenings, will there be anything else for sale that people can buy, like perhaps T shirts or pins, or is that still being uh, uh settled? We're we're gonna be having well Lady in White uh will be in theater five and we won't be selling anything there, but you can get the Lady in White shirts on frightrags.com. It's fright dash rags.com. Um but at Beetlejuice, the following week, we will be selling T-shirts, and we will be selling T-shirts for the last screening of the month, which is Halloween and Halloween 2. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, we can, we'll move ahead to – so October uh, 15th at 9.30 is Beetlejuice. And I will mention, uh, if you're listening, you can go to little.org. The entire Saturday Night Rewind series is us, is up on there. Uh, you can click right on the series page, go to Saturday Night Rewind. They're all there. Um, you can also buy tickets online at uh, the little.org as well. Which is important because some of our screenings have almost sold out. So if you yeah, can they've get been tickets early, Yeah, they've been extremely packed. Um, and tickets are $8. Am I correct on that? Is tickets there, are $8. for Halloween and Halloween 2 it, because it's two films. Correct. Halloween and Halloween 2 are billed as a double feature starting at 8 p.m. That's on October 29th, and those will be $12. But the $12 gets you into both films. So that's a good deal. <laughs> that's yeah, a very, yeah. very good deal. Um, you can't go see a movie today for 12 bucks. I mean, at least a double feature. So. Yeah. And Saturday Night Rewind. So they're always 930, um, except for the if they're a double feature, what they'll be earlier. So look for it on Saturdays at 930. So Beetlejuice is October 15th. Uh, do you want to talk a little bit about this one? I know there was a little buzz about it. Michael Keaton was in town back, what, in June or yeah. during the summer. Um, you know, any any special memories of seeing Beetlejuice back when it... Yeah, actually, the the funny thing about Beetlejuice for me in terms of a memory, I had seen it as a kid. I can't recall if I had seen it first before this happened or maybe I just wanted to see it. I don't remember. I think I had seen it, though. But anyway, I was at my local video store, and it was usually around the time when they would, uh, you know, once a year, usually in the summer, they would sell some of their movies, uh, some of their VHS, and, you know, 10 bucks, 15 bucks. And, yeah, I must have seen Beetlejuice by now because I had gone up to the video store and they had Beetlejuice for sale. It was a used copy for like 10 bucks or something. And I wanted to buy it. And my dad flipped out. I'm not going to have that movie in my house. I, I, you know, that's just a bunch of crap. And he was like yelling at me <laughs> thinking this was like, like the devil's film or something. <laughs> I, mean, I think it's rated PG, right? Even though it's like late it's, 80s. If it's not PG, it's PG-13, yeah. maybe. I mean, they do slip an F-bomb in there. Yeah. but. I had no idea where this came from with my dad, like literally. And I had, it's weird. My parents were usually cool with me watching horror films, but once in a while they'd get on this weird like thing where they wouldn't let me watch a certain movie and it just didn't make any sense. Like they were <laughs> that trying to like. just makes you want to watch it more. Right. So <laughs> I was like, why? It's Beetlejuice. I mean, I, I'm not trying to bring home like Cannibal Holocaust or something. <laughs> so anyway, uh, fast forward maybe a couple of years. I don't know if, I don't even know if I'd gotten the movie. It, it doesn't matter. But anyway, my dad ended up watching Beetlejuice somehow became his like favorite movie of all time he loves the movie <laughs> i don't even know understand i don't even think he knew what he was like railing off about but it, he loves the movie now he quotes it all the time it's hilarious so we always have that as a joke between us but um 
I'm really excited for the screening. I've never seen it in the theater. I did miss the Michael Keaton screening, unfortunately. I just it was too wasn't quick enough grabbing those tickets. And I I just feel like, you know, it's just a great Halloween type movie. So it's one of those also that I don't think gets old. So if you did see it in June with Michael Keaton, you can come back out and see it this month. If you missed it, now there's your chance. It's a fun movie to watch in October and it gets you ready for Halloween. Absolutely. And uh, I actually did get a chance to go to the Michael Keaton screening. Uh, our friends at Dryden actually had Michael Keaton come. He introduced it and he was so charming and engaging. Like you don't know what to spe- expect when you have an actor coming mm-hmm. and introducing a movie like that. Um, but he, he spoke for a while. Like he had a lot of energy. He was jumping around waving. He was, he saw like a younger child up in the balcony and <laughs> was talking to this child and was like, Oh, you know, sorry about the F bomb later in the movie. Uh, great. It was just, he was really great. Um, and I hadn't seen the movie in a while until I watch it there and you it's you forget it's a very very good movie and absolutely like I said I saw it back in the summer and I, I it, it actually makes me want to see it more coming up uh, just because you just remember the good parts and just he's so funny in that I even think I heard rumors of maybe another Beetlejuice movie somewhere along the line I, 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 don't know I heard how... that too but I honestly think that's so far off I, I mean I heard they were actually getting close to it but I think what ends up happening is these stars and, and, and people get quoted but it's sort of taken out of context Mm -hmm. so you hear like oh yeah i would love to do another one and next thing you know all these buzzfeed you know clickbaity links come out saying there's gonna be a beetlejuice (laughs) too and everyone on facebook sees the links and they start clicking away but from what i've heard there's really no substantial evidence to show that it's even in the works i mean i'm sure tim burton may have had like an idea or or maybe even michael keaton had an idea but as far as i know i mean granted it's not like I've got insider knowledge, but at the same time, as far as I know, it's it's probably way far off if it ever is going to happen. Yeah. And I personally, I don't think it should happen. I think it's a perfect movie. Don't touch it. Just just leave it alone. Really, the story is it's pretty much there. And how can even like Alec Baldwin and I think it's Gina Davis? They obviously don't look the same, and they're ghosts, which are, aren't supposed to age. I it just there's a lot. And of, even if they got around yeah. that, which I could kind of see, I I just it, it's why there's just no reason to you know what they'll probably end up doing is remaking it one of these years which would probably i don't know that would suck too but i don't know i just feel like people can't just leave the movie alone like let's just enjoy beetlejuice because we love beetlejuice and then we can just kind of fantasize about what could have been a sequel but let's not actually go down that road and if they if it ever does happen we'll just show the original the little and you guys can come see there see the go. good one anyway um so and also i wanted to say if anyone has like a beetlejuice outfit we'd encourage you to wear it now ben are you gonna be in any sort of well beetlejuice i'm i'm so a couple years ago uh a girl uh, who works for me, Kimmy, she had a vow renewal party, and it was her 10-year anniversary, and it was this Halloween-themed party, and she wanted everybody to dress up. And my wife and I were going, and I thought we were, we we brooded over what costumes to wear, and we wanted to make sure it was perfect and all this stuff, and could not figure it out. And I and then I finally dawned on me, I really I, I think I might want to be Beetlejuice. That was one of the things on the list. Mm-hmm. And I was at Goodwill, and I found like that red tuxedo. <laughs> That he wore, yeah. like, I mean, like something that looked a lot like it that he wore at the end of the film. And I thought, oh, it's a sign. You know, it was like $3 or something. So, and it fit me. So I got it. I got the ruffled shirt, got the shoes, did my makeup. I actually won first place <laughs> at the at the uh, the uh, party. Uh, my wife was Lydia in the red uh, wedding dress. <laughs> nice. and, and I have to admit, you know, it came out pretty cool. So 
I'm going to try my hardest to recreate that for, <laughs> for next Saturday. And you're a tall guy, so the fact that it fit perfectly is, is pretty exactly. cool. Exactly. I mean, it's one of those things where I, I tried it on, and I was like, wow, it was, like, made for me. And it was, like, this totally old vintage, like, dark maroon suit it was awesome and so i I keep harping on how great this lineup is but it really is uh it has something for everyone which i kind of like you know beetlejuice is more of a family one now our next one october 22nd is not a family film not a family film at all in in fact it's a very very hard nc-17 like they're going to be checking id at the door you can't just walk in and watch this movie unless you are 17 or older that is very important so please we don't want to turn anyone away so please make sure you are over 17 you will get turned away if you are not 17 but also if you're over 17 now you want to see this, right? So, Ben, you want, so the movie is The Greasy Strangler, which I'm sure some of you out there have heard a lot of buzz about this. Do you want to tell us a little bit about The Greasy so Strangler? So, I'll be honest. I don't know a ton <laughs> about this film. Um, I've seen the trailers, and even the Green Band trailer is... Should be Red Band. <laughs> yeah, it should be Red Band. It involves a lot of nudity. Um, I know it was shown at Sundance. I, I know, you know, Chris and Eric has seen it, had, had seen it at Sundance, and uh, they rave about it. I have not seen it. I, I'm actually intentionally trying not to, to know too much about it until I go into the screening because I kind of just want to see it and let myself decide whether or not like this is amazing or not. It sounds pretty cool. The trailer looks hilarious. So I think I'm in for a good time, and I think everybody else who comes out will be too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely sounds like one. I, I've been doing the same where I don't want to read about it. I hear it's like disgusting but funny horror but comedy kind of like a lot of those elements and I don't want to know why it's NC I, I mean I have ideas why it's NC-17 right. but I don't want to know the outrageous parts I want to see it on the big screen be surprised be disgusted uh, I guess the the basic idea of the plot is um, and I'm just going by the trailer is a father and son uh, meet this woman and they both kind of um, are into her, but also in the background, there's this greasy strangler who I think covers himself completely in, in well, grease, like pig, turkey fat or something like that, and and <laughs> strangles people, as, as you would expect. Uh, get greasy is their tagline, which I think is, is pretty great. clever and funny. Um, and so the one of the stars from this movie is a man named Sky uh, Elobar, Elobar, Elobar. Um, and he will be at the little, he will be in Rochester for a Q and a afterwards. So I, I think you'll have some questions for him, uh, after the screening, uh, another fun little tidbit. He's also in a movie, a short film called pet monkey, uh, which was filmed in Rochester. Uh, the director is, uh, Eric Myra of the little, who's also little chaplain. If you, if you That's see right. that, he's been on the podcast a few times. Um, so we're actually having a, a teaser trailer for that as well, a few clips from Pet Monkey. Um, so it's really cool to support the local film as well. So we're doing that. Um, this is actually a Saturday fast-forward screening. Am I correct on this? Yeah, so one of the things we play with, obviously this movie isn't on 35 and it's not like an older film. So since we're doing screenings every Saturday this month, it, it was just fun to sort of mix it up a little bit and do a newer film. And yeah, we kind of, under the semi-tagline of, of Saturday Night Fast Forward, um, sort of a working title for those types of things, it sort of gives us a chance to play with the format and say, you know, if you liked all these cult movies that were showing, you know, all these movies that you saw in 35, you know, maybe there'd be a cool newer film that you might want to see, and we can show that too. Uh, it, it, it's not something we'll do every month. It kind of comes up as the films pop up that we feel fit uh, what we do. Obviously, Greasy Strangler is probably stretching the limits of that. But in the same time, it's an independent film. 
Uh, it was made by Elijah Wood's production company. And of course, it has ties now to a little bit of Rochester with Eric's film, Pet Monkey and Sky Alabar. So it, 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 it kind of all fits in regardless. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the cool things about it, too, is this is a movie that I think people will see, you know, it's playing around the country. They'll hear about, they'll probably read about Entertainment Weekly interviewed the producers. Um, and I think Elijah Wood, including him. Um, so you read about it and you're like, I'm curious about this, but it's not playing anywhere else in Rochester. Exactly. Where the, the Rochester premiere. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's, I don't think it's going to play anywhere else in Rochester either. I would be very surprised if it is. So um, this is a chance for people to come out and see it on the big screen, which I think is so cool that you know they're offered this um and like i said the saturday night rewind there's already starting to get a following for it because it's you know like i said one of my favorite events so i think that's a crowd that will really appreciate this film uh we do have some giveaways as well for this um including if um we'll post it on the little's facebook page and instagram uh in October later this month but they have have you seen the hats that they're wearing like the pink hats I I guess they're very limited edition so we only have a few and even on eBay I think they're going for like thousands of dollars at least hundreds I didn't even know you had any yeah so we have a couple that we will give away I believe there's some other stuff too and we'll uh, we'll have that at thelittle.org I think it's still being sorted out but there's a couple other cool giveaways as well so there's a lot of things to like about this movie like i said it is nc-17 so there's a chance you could be grossed out you could be like i hate this movie but you could love it and there's only one way to find out and that is to go there that's right so again that's 9 30 that's october 22nd so we have one more saturday in october october 29th uh, we mentioned this before starts at eight halloween and halloween 2 back to back that's pretty amazing um you want to talk about halloween a little yeah, so this to me is like the pinnacle. Um, Halloween is my favorite movie of all time, always has been since I saw it when I was four. And I have seen it at the Dryden a couple times on 35 because they have a print of it. And it's been a while. And, you know, it's just it's just one of those things to experience it on film, especially in original print. It's it's you know it's gonna look crappy. It, it's gonna be very pink and stuff. But it, it's so cool to see it that way. And for me personally, showing Halloween too, it's the only Halloween movie I've not seen in thirty five millimeters. So to do it back to back because those movies fit so well together, mm-hmm. it's just gonna be a fun experience and just a fun night for everybody just to come out, sit for two movies that just work so well together. It's two days before Halloween. It gets everybody in the spirit. And, and, you know, it's Halloween. It's the classic John Carpenter film. Who doesn't want to go to the theater and see that? And then followed right up by an almost equally as good movie, uh, Halloween 2. It's just, it's a great, it's a great double feature. And it's really a perfect way to conclude the Saturday Night Rewind for this series. I mean, obviously, Halloween's a few days out. It's I, it's one of my favorite times of the year as well. It's, it's so much fun. Um, again, you know, people want to dress up for that screening as well. I say go for it. Absolutely. I don't know if you have any plans to. I keep asking you if you're dressing up. I mean, <laughs> you never know. You might. I might just show up in something. We'll see. All right. You, any anything planned for that? Any give? I, I know normally we have the t- the Saturday night rewind t-shirts and stuff any other uh you'll have the fright rags stuff yeah fright well, rags right? will be selling some t-shirts there we've got the halloween and halloween 2 license so we've got some uh official shirts that will be on sale there in fact we're debuting our new halloween collection on um i think next wednesday october 12th so some of those will be there if they're not sold out on the site um and yeah we'll have some of that stuff for sale in the lobby so and, and you know we'll always have the the bar open uh 
to sell beer and, of course, concessions and that type of thing. So uh, it, it's, we just try to make it a fun atmosphere, just a party, just come hang out and watch some good movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you, uh, if you haven't been to this, if you just talk to anyone that has, anyone that's out there listening, they'll tell you the same thing. I mean, it's... Honestly, like you just look at the tweets and people are like, this is the most fun thing. Like we have people drive hours to come to these and they always have glowing reviews. Even after the Warriors, we had a couple of people that actually went out and blogged about it. And they were really well written, um, very, you know, very glowing reviews. They're big fans of Joe Bob Briggs, uh, big fans of Fright Rags and big fans of The Little. And they just had such a good of just a fun time and and that's the whole goal like you said just kind of a party we just want people to go there go to the little have fun and hopefully come back to the little hopefully buy something from fright rags um which i you know i I think you'd want to afterwards especially all the cool things that you guys do uh which speaking of that if anyone you know they see any of the designs they're like hey i want to check out some of that stuff where can they go get some of the fright rags gear just check out frightrags.com. it's fright dash rags.com so there's a hyphen between fright and rags so it's fright dash rags.com okay perfect so do you guys have do we know the november december any of the saturday night rewind yeah I, I i to be honest i'm trying to remember the dates off the top of my head but uh november will be the last starfighter okay and mm-hmm. in december we have a christmas story and there'll be two showings of that most likely a matinee and a night showing and that's another one that's like perfect for that time of year, just like Halloween. Oh, absolutely. So, so again, you guys, you have a whole, the rest of 2016 to get excited for Saturday yeah. Night Rewind. And we're already starting to plan 2017. We've got a huge slate of movies for next year that we're already working on. So it's, it's going to be wild. In fact, we may end up having to start doing it more than once a month. We'll see. I mean, I think people will be okay with that. Yeah. I know I will be. Um, and like even during some of our past podcasts, we've talked about so many cool things that even if you guys have the idea of things to do. So I, I think it's just going to get better. Um, and again, it's, you know, we thank everyone that comes out and supports it. Uh, so I'm going to run down this lineup again quickly. So it's at the little.org again, if you are listening and you just want to read and check out or watch trailers, if you aren't familiar with any of these films, uh, Saturday, these are all Saturdays. So October 8th at nine 30 lady in white. Um, it's followed by a Skype Q and a with a uh, writer director, Frank Lelogia. Um, again, lady in white loosely based on a Rochester legend, urban legend. Uh, October 15th at 9.30, Beetlejuice. Uh, Saturday, October 22nd, also at 9.30, The Greasy Strangler. Uh, followed by Q&A with star Sky Elobar and a teaser for Pet Monkey, um, which again is a short film uh, that was made right here in Rochester. And then Saturday, October 29th at 8 o'clock, Halloween, um, immediately followed by Halloween 2, which is roughly uh, 9.30. That would probably be starting. I think the first one's like an hour and a half, correct? Um, and that's $12 for both the movies and the rest are $8. And again, the little.org for information, Ben, anything else, you know, any, anywhere some people can follow you on Twitter, Instagram, uh, on Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat. I'm just at fright rags, all one word. And, uh, hit us up on Facebook. It's just facebook.com slash fright rags. Again, one word. There's no hyphen in those. And, uh, just, uh, and and, uh, and follow Saturday Night Rewind on Facebook as well. I think it's just facebook.com slash Saturday Night Rewind, all one word. And uh, I just thank you to everybody who's coming out to the screenings. You know, all we want to do is go and have a good time. And the more people that come, it, it allows us to just keep doing it. So it's just great when you're watching a film with, with so many like-minded people. And that's just what we want to keep doing. So thank you to everybody that that's come out and hopefully will come out to these screenings. And I hope to see you there. 
I will second that thank you to everyone. It's seriously such a cool crowd. Like it's I love talking with the people and they're they're so enthusiastic about uh thirty five millimeter film or horror movies or just film in general. I mean we had like uh Raiders of the Lost Ark, Critters, so many good movies and it's such a and it's such a wide it's a it's a variety of people too. I've seen people of all ages um at, at these screenings too. So it really is a fun time. Uh check it out. Again, the lineup is at the little.org. Uh, thank you to Ben Scrivens of Fright Rags, one of my favorite guests. You always have such good insight. It's always a pleasure talking with you. Uh, Movies in a Microphone is brought to you by WXXI and the Little Theater. Remember, it's always a good time to take a little break. <laughs>